Welcome to the Success Scenario. I'm your host, Dustin Abrego. On the Success Scenario, we meet and hear from current LCC students, people just like you who have faced challenges, why they chose LCC, and how they turn their situation into a successful one. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Student Success Scenario. I'm Dustin Abrego, and this week I'm joined by... Shalane Barker, how are you doing this morning? Good, good to hear from you again. Yeah. Um, you were one of our first guests, I believe, that yes, we had. Yes, this was last year, and Dustin and I enjoyed every moment of it. I, I appreciate you letting me come back again this year. Yeah, yeah, Thank for sure. Thank you so much, yeah. I appreciate it. And I think, again, the purpose of this show is to talk with students, hear what they have to say, and then also... Mm-hmm what challenges and things that they've overcome. And you've said that yes, you've I, I, been through a lot in this last year. So like, where are you at since we last talked and whatnot? So like I told you before, you know, I did face some challenges. Like I said, unfortunately, I lost both my grandparents within four months of one mm. another this year. And um, despite the challenges I faced, you know, I managed to pull through, you know, like I said, I was here at LCC last year. I'm at Sienna Heights now, and I'm actually about to graduate this year with my degree in community human service and family concentration. And despite the challenges I face, you know, I managed to pull through because I pray a lot. Like I told you, you know, faith, power, and prayer goes a mighty long ways. And I learned that just because you face challenges, it doesn't mean that you can't keep going. Because mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't believe in making excuses. And hopefully the challenges I face, I wanted to inspire other people that you push through. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't let nothing take you down. Mm-hmm. Don't let nothing or no one bring you down. Mm-hmm. And the tools I learned from both my grandparents, I take those tools and I put it towards my everyday life. Mm-hmm. So like you graduated from LCC already mm-hmm. and you're at Siena Heights. So when did you graduate from LCC and like what was your degree or major in? So when I graduated from LCC, I, I actually had a couple of certificate of achievements and they were both in human services. Okay. When I graduate from Siena Heights, mm-hmm. I will have my bachelor's degree in community human service and family concentration. And, you know, I'm going to take some time off to kind of breathe a little. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's a lot. Yes. And then this time next year, I plan to go back to Siena Heights for the master's degree in, um, in counseling. Because like I told you previously, mm-hmm. I would love to be an advocate for kids, mm-hmm. infants to 18 years of age. Okay. Mm-hmm. So in the time that we've talked last, you went from no degree certificates possible to now two or more is what I'm <laughs> hearing. Much, yes. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh, yep. Okay. Sure enough. And like I said, you know, like I told you before, you know, I'm a single mother of one. Mm-hmm. I have a daughter. And as a matter of fact, she's graduated from college in the spring with her degree in psychology. I'm very proud of her. She's graduating from LCC or she's, she's graduated also from Hope College. From Hope College. Okay. It's an inspiration because yeah. as parents, you want to see your offsprings succeed mm-hmm. in life. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I and I listen to a lot of sermons because children, they go more by what they see sure. versus what you tell them. Sure. Like we talked about before, when you do right as a parent, right. your kids will do right. Right. Does she feel like you're stealing the limelight from her a little bit? Or is that like a good like mutual shared and you're just building each other up? You know, Dustin, sometimes she'd be teasing me with it. She'd say, Mommy, you just you just like attention. I'm like, no. <laughs> but you know what, though? I am proud of her because, like I said, when it comes to my, my daughter, I always put her needs first. Mm-hmm. As a mother, you make sacrifices. Mm-hmm. And I made sure that my baby had everything. She had love. She mm-hmm. had peace. She has happiness. Mm-hmm. 
when you have a child, it's about the child. It's no longer about the parent. Mm. You know, I don't feel like I'm taking the limelight and stuff like that. You know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. And I even let my family know. I just said, you know what? I am fine if you don't come to my graduation. You uh-huh. go to her. Sure. Okay. That's great. Because I mean, that's a big commitment for yeah, family. Yeah, like, yeah, Hey, you, what are you doing for two days? And now you're with us. Yeah. Yeah. You, you go, you go see my daughter graduate mm. because it's really, really about her. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. She's the, um, I want to say the second great grandchild, second grandchild to graduate from college. Oh, wow. And that's a big deal. Yeah. So it's her spotlight. Sure. It's her time now. Okay. And I want her to keep going. I love that. So you talked about some of the challenges, like, so this is where you're going to be, which is super exciting, right? Mm -hmm. The end is here. But as we've talked before from the last Mm -hmm. time we talked to now, that wasn't like a, yep, snap your fingers here. Everything's done, whatever. Like walk us through the different challenges because you said different timelines of like four months of losing grandparents and like not only how did you navigate that maybe yourself, right? But then also knowing that your daughter's in school as well. So it's like, you need to grieve and do that. But as you've also said, like being a parent and like, that's, you would get pulled in a lot of different directions with that. And I'm going to tell you something, Dustin, like we talked about before, you know, things are not easy. Like my other grandfather said, no one climbs a smooth mountain. Okay. (laughs) If if everything was so easy, like we talked about before, then where's the challenge? Where's the work? Mm -hmm. And yes, I was being pulled in a lot of directions and stuff like that. However, because I pray a lot, you mm-hmm. know, I, I study a lot of scriptures mm-hmm. and everything that I learn, I put it towards my everyday life with the help of God. Mm-hmm. Okay. And like I was telling you before, you know, I wanted this topic to be about family healing and peace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I managed to find my peace through my faith. And hopefully this will inspire people because I, I get, you know, I understand losing that loved one. I, I, I get all that. And it does kind of put a damper in you. Yeah. And I know some people, they grieve a little bit differently. Sure. But as a believer, anything is possible. Mm-hmm. You will pull through. Mm-hmm. And then here you are today, a light at the tunnel. Mm-hmm. In the times where you maybe didn't feel that you were patient, because looking back, right, that's the message and the mantra that you've totally picked up from that. And that's yeah. stellar because Thank you chose you. To, it to be an empowering event, even though out of sadness and grief and other things, right? Yes. But when you were in it, how was it for you, like pulling yourself out of bed and knowing you got to go to class? How did you know to dig into that? What was that pull for you that you were like, this is this is what I get. And it was awesome. I'm going to tell you something, Dustin. I meditate mm. and I exercise. Mm. And we're going to fast forward to, you know, remember I told you that I fractured my foot not too long ago. So right, right. So add that to the this, layer of the cake, everyone. All of the. Right. Yeah. <laughs> To be honest, I I, I mean, I I guess with me, I found ways to be creative because Mm -hmm. I learned if you just don't do anything, you you, kind of go crazy a little bit Mm. and and you you don't want that. You know, did you have the moments of crazy? No. Okay. What what I did. Because I do that sometimes. To be open and honest, when I try to do it, then, you know, I fall off the horse, slide down the mountain. And, and, and don't, don't get me wrong. I've right. cried. I sure have. I, I would I've, assume I, you I, would. I, yeah, I, I've <laughs> cried and. Mm-hmm. Wow. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I, I guess you don't realize the strength that you have until you're in the moment. Yeah. So how I pull through it. Sometimes I scare myself like I, I made it through all of that. Mm-hmm. And I never will forget. A neighbor told me one day he said that. It's a minor setback, 
but the Holy Spirit is getting you ready for a major comeback. Mm-hmm. I didn't think of it that way. You know, I yeah. thought I did something wrong or whatnot because that's the first reaction. You're like, what did I do? Yeah. Stacking all these things, realizing that, right. oh, it was like I did these things and then this is what's happening when yes. it's just the world occurring. And however, I learned that sometimes to me, it's like a test of faith. You go through these little storms hmm. just to see how strong you really are, mm-hmm. just to see if you're going to give up because some people do. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to see nobody doing that Mm -hmm. because remember when you quit, you're not going to win. Did I feel like quitting? Of course I did. Who who wouldn't? However, I prayed, I prayed, Mm -hmm. you know, I I kept reading this verse that trust in the Lord, you know, trust in the Lord, lean, lean on the Lord, not on your own understanding. I hope, I hope I'm saying this right, but faith, power, and prayer goes a long ways. And I hope, you know, with me talking others will feel empowered to do the same thing. Yeah. Do you think that when you had those moments of like, oh, I just want to like toss in a towel or in other things, did you feel that you couldn't and that's what, like your back was against the wall, you decided to like burn the boats. You're like, no, I I, I can't. There is no crossing the line of giving up. Was that like a moment for you or was that always your mindset with finishing the degree and doing those things? You know, I've always had that mindset. However, sometimes again, like most humans, I've had my moments. I'm like, you know what? Forget this. However, some just told me, no, keep going, mm-hmm. keep going. Mm-hmm. And now here I am. Yeah. Prayer works for you. But I always want to make sure that the message of this show is what has worked for you. And that's why we're talking about this narrative of your, mm-hmm. what is it about when you are doing pray or meditating or other things that you feel afterwards? Do you feel like that release or that you're able to actually process all the stuff? Cause I don't think you probably really got a moment to really process because it just had grandparent died. Yeah. I don't know when foot fractured within those things. And yeah. then other person passed away too. And you're mm-hmm. probably like, Oh my gosh. And having that time every day to reflect, um, is that time frame to be able to reflect? Is that so when, when, I, when I fractured my foot, I was off for six weeks. Oof. Okay. And I'm going to tell you, Dustin, the first couple of days, you know, my daughter was home with me. Mm. Okay. And I'm going to tell you, as a mother, <laughs> I didn't want my daughter to take care of me. Yeah. You know, I figure as a mother, I'm supposed to be there for her, not her take care of me. Sure. And, and, I, and I'm going to tell you, I felt so bad because... She was on her spring break when that, when all this stuff happened. Jeez. And, you know, eventually she had to go back to school. Mm-hmm. I was home by myself, you know, dealing with it. I cried a lot for the first week and a half. I, I did because yeah. I'm, I'm not used to just at a standstill like that. Mm. But looking back at everything, maybe there was a reason I had to sit back and relax Mm -hmm. because I was able to really dive into my schoolwork, Mm -hmm. did very well. Awesome. And even though I couldn't go for my walks, I had to find different ways on how to exercise. I had to sit in the chair to, you know, to, to move. And yeah, go. that old person jazzercise. Love yeah, that. Yeah, you yeah, got, that. You got to do what works. Okay. Yeah, I had to do what works. So I guess my creativity kind of kicked in and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I figured, you know what? Either I could sit here and cry all day mm-hmm. or I can do something. So mm-hmm. I decided to dive into my work, mm-hmm. you know, and just chill. Maybe I need to be still for a while. Right. 
And looking back at it, I'm glad I stood still for a while because maybe there's a reason for all that. Yeah. I don't question a lot of stuff. I just figure, you know what? Times are in your hands. Mm-hmm. You let me know what I can do. Yeah. Getting to that point of being able to accept the reality, I struggle with that openly. You know, I, of like I have. I do. Accepting reality to me, that was a challenge as well, too, you mm-hmm. know, because, you know, we're, we're human. We're not perfect. And I remember watching a sermon about always being on the go, 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 go. Sometimes that's not a good thing. Yep. (laughs) For an example, okay, I I plan my time here. I said I want to have at least 10 to 15 minutes to spare before I go do, you know, this scenario with Mm -hmm, mm you. And to be honest, ever since I've slowed down, things kind of mold itself together. Mm -hmm. When my daughter was younger, being a parent, you kind of had no other choice but to be on the go. Right. And it, it kind of just kept itself going mm-hmm. for a while or whatnot, mm-hmm. even after she graduated high school and the stuff like that. But I've learned that sometimes sitting back and relaxing that 10 to 15 minutes can make a world of difference. It can save you from something. Do you ever have feelings that you're missing out or not doing enough? Because when I have those like I should chill, like last week I was forced to chill. I got sick. You know, I'm like, I'm, I don't feel good. I'm just going to sleep or lay around and I'm OK with that. Mm-hmm. But taking even that 10 to 15 minutes, if I feel fine, I'm like, well, I could do this other thing. Sometimes it's good to take a break from Mm -hmm. things. Like I told you, after I graduate from college with my bachelor's, I am going to take a mental break. You need that time because burnout is real. Yeah, for sure. And I learned not to let burnout take me. Mm -hmm. I'll take it. So that's why you meditate, do yoga. Mm-hmm. If the number walking around the block for 20 minutes, even though it's cold outside, right. <laughs> sometimes that breath of fresh air can just mm-hmm. be so uplifting. Yeah. It's always funny because I see it in students and it's very easy when you see other people going through it and you're like, oh, you're doing that thing. But when it's yourself, mm-hmm. well, that doesn't apply to me or it's not, you know, like I'll try to function like a robot and just do think, 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 thing mm-hmm. when like biologically we can't do that. We're humans, okay? We're we're, we're human beings. We're not perfect. That's why you go through the the motions. You have to enjoy your journey. You know, Mm -hmm. you have to face these challenges. To me, there's always this saying, what doesn't kill you will make you stronger. Mm -hmm. I like that because I hadn't heard someone say will. Mm -hmm. I've always heard it makes you stronger. It will make you stronger. The will, I think the aspect there, I think is really powerful. And I like that. It is because, like I said, my whole goal is to inspire somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to make a mistake. Oh, well, dust yourself off and keep it pushing. Yeah. So looking ahead for you, taking a break after graduating, which is really smart. Mm-hmm. And then you're saying, thinking masters. What's your focus for your masters? Counseling. Counseling. Because I would okay. love to work with children, like I told you infants to 18 years of age okay so like in a school or like what setting if you got to pick what Uh, would it be for you maybe you know i wouldn't mind working for the school system because to me i think that's when they really need the most work you know in my class we talk about trauma quite a bit sure and see those teachers are just as stressed out because see they're there to teach the kids not raise your children Mm. and trust to believe over half of them kids got something going on otherwise they wouldn't be acting out in class sure life so they so they they need counselors you know like i told you before children they just need someone to listen Mm -hmm. and i want to learn about kids i don't want to always say that a child has a anger issue Mm -hmm. that's not always the case you Mm want to 
look at the steps. You want to understand them, talk to them, and then you determine if it's an anger issue or a typical kid issue. Right. Being a kid, which Being is okay. A kid, yeah. Which is okay. Yeah. So inevitably challenges in life will happen, right? Right. And we can't predict that. No. We know what it will. Like it's going to rain one day, right? That's right. going to happen. So with these challenges that you've already faced mm -hmm. and what you've learned from them and knowing that challenges will occur in the future, mm -hmm. how are you going to take what you've learned during this time frame in this last like year or so since we've talked? Mm -hmm. How are you going to apply that to the future? So how I would do it, I will find the best tools that I've used and learned back then and I will put it towards my everyday life. Like when I go into my field of study, mm -hmm. I can say, okay, this is what I learned from this class. This is what I learned from that class. And I'll put it to use when I'm working with children. You know, I, I can just say, okay, this tactic works. So let me try this with this kid because different children, mm -hmm. different personalities, sure. different backgrounds, mm -hmm. different religion. Mm -hmm. How do you think that navigating for personal stuff, not just career, how will you do that for yourself or what you've learned to navigate any personal things in the future at some point? What I've learned to, what I've learned when you deal with a career, I don't know if you heard this saying, leave work at work and home at home. Mm -hmm. So you have to balance out everything. It's kind of like having a checkbook. You want to have funds for this because if you don't have funds for that, what's going to happen? Your check and bounce. Yeah. It's the same with your career. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to because like I said, you you have your moments where you just be like, I can't wait for this day to be over. <laughs> but when it's something that you love or whatnot, I would say take time out for yourself. Mm -hmm. It's called self-care. Mm -hmm. You're only one person. You can't fix everybody. You can't be superwoman. If there's nothing but 20 minutes alone, mm -hmm. that 20 minutes will go a long ways. So when you go to your career, you can, you will have a clear mind mm -hmm. and a clear picture because when you're working with people, you can't let your feelings affect anything mm -hmm. because you're going to meet some kids, which you can't help it but to feel some type of way. Right. But however, you're there to help, not mm -hmm. be their friend, which, mm -hmm. you know, I don't, I don't want to say it like that, but facts sure. are facts. Yeah. Yeah. And I totally agree with you. Setting aside, I, I try to practice what I preach and mm -hmm. doing those things like that. Mm -hmm. Two different questions. One is like how you actually put that in practice because there'll always be, hey, do you have five minutes, right? And there's always going to be that, how do you protect that time without maybe feeling selfish about it? Because I feel like a lot of people that work in a field like this or like I do where they'll want to give and give and give, and I've seen people where they burn themselves out. How, right. how would you go about protecting that time? I have my own methods and stuff where I try not to, like I'm not going to reply to emails after a certain time frame because it's an email and it, like if the school's closed, I can't fix those things, right? right? You know what, well, because I'm a student and, and sometimes I probably do be plucking my instructor's nerves. So what I do, <laughs> business hours, Monday through Friday, typically eight to five. Mm -hmm. After five o'clock, I try to leave people alone. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, and some instructors do reply to emails on the weekends. Sure. But however, if they don't respond right away, mm -hmm. you have to realize that we're people too. We have our own lives too. So sometimes being selfish is okay. Mm -hmm. You know, granted, we're paid to do our jobs and mm -hmm. help others. Mm -hmm. However, we need mental breaks as well, too. Sure. I'm not the best at realizing that, like, I'm running out of my capacity mm -hmm. where I'm like, 
oh, I need to go on a walk, and I have to schedule it. That's just me and how I navigate. Yeah. Do you have like your own barometer okay. of when mm-hmm. you feel like it? Yeah. Because we have to adapt also because if you've had like a really rough week, you need to increase the amount that you're taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Do you just innately feel that or do you plan and schedule it like me? You know, Dustin, I do like a little bit of both because if I don't have a planner, if my day is not organized, mm-hmm. my whole day messed up. Mm-hmm. If I'm late for something, my day is messed up. Mm-hmm. I get life happens. I'd rather for life to happen on its own versus you killing yourself trying to make it happen. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like my little routine, I mean, I watch a lot of sermons. Mm-hmm. When the weather's nice, I go for my early morning walks mm-hmm. and, and listen to my sermons that way. Now, oh, since nice. it's cold outside, I type in a YouTube video mm-hmm. and do like an indoor walk. Nice. And, you know, my daughter, she teased me. She said, with your two pound weights, I said, yes. And it works very well. I mean, so, if you do that for 30 minutes, two pounds can, can, be, yeah. can weigh a lot. Like, yeah. Yeah. I do like a 14 minute indoor walk and a six minute upper mm-hmm. body walk. You know, I try to find ways to be creative, taking the hot bath, you know, closing the door because, mm-hmm. you know, you, you get tired. It's like you don't want to be rude, but let me just have one hour to myself right. and you can have me. You know? Right. right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> then, then I'm, I'm available. I'm yeah, available. I'm available. But I, I what I've learned to do. I try to put myself in other people's shoes, mm-hmm. you know, and if I feel like I'm annoying, I'll be the first to say, look, I am sorry. I don't mean to be a nuisance, you know, and even if they say you're not a nuisance, but I still try to put myself in everybody else's shoes because mm-hmm. we all work every day. Mm-hmm. We get tired every day. And sometimes saying the word no can be the best thing. It can be challenging, I think, because we want to help. And that's what we're paid to do. However, I mean, also that, you know. However, nice. you don't want to get burnt out none neither. Because mm-hmm. you don't want to go from loving your career mm-hmm. to hating it down the line neither. Yeah. I agree with you 100%. Mm-hmm. The, like you were talking earlier, especially going into counseling, in my previous positions that I would work in, um, sometimes I would have, you know, back-to-back meetings, which whatever, right? And one would be student is like really struggling with some mental health stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, thoughts self-harm other things and I work with mental health professionals I'm not one of those not licensed you know right but like I'd be working with that student because I'd be the first like interaction they have and then I connect them to those services right and then I'll work with someone afterwards again in my previous role where like they're really mad at their roommates that their roommates aren't cleaning their dishes and there's the same intensity between these two meetings they'll have (laughs) right 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 and 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 when you say that it's laughs but right my biggest challenge is showing up with the same emotional caring and listening and all those things between those two meetings because mm-hmm. for that individual that's reality and that's what's happening right now right do you think that you in your future role being a counselor at some point and working with students and having to be able to show up with the same emotional intensity you know it might not be even that they don't keep the dishes clean maybe it's just little things that lead up into sure. it sure yeah. you know because you figure you guys are personalities are different backgrounds are different like we talked about you may have good home training this person probably used to having their parents wash their dishes for them and so you got to realize that when you come from home to a dorm Mm -hmm. your college professors expect for you all to act like adults and be able to come to some sort of mutual agreement Mm -hmm. that's ideal Mm -hmm. but however it doesn't always work that way right and sometimes Maybe y'all just need to take a break from one another, you know, mm-hmm. take a break from doing whatever. Because right. washing dishes, to me, that's not that big of a deal, but I get it. You don't want to laugh in their face because 
you just never know what their mental state is upstairs. Maybe yes. they had words with their professor mm -hmm. and they got to come home because so-and-so so forgot to take the dishes and take out the trash, mm -hmm. little bitty things and whatnot. Right. Yeah. So you try to show compassion with both situations because what's not a big deal to you may mm -hmm. be a bigger deal to this individual. Yeah. So you want to you stay neutral with every situation of every aspect, even if it is something so small as put your shoes up against the wall because I don't want my carpet dirty. Right. Sure. I mean, these are situations you're probably going to come across being a counselor. And you know what, Dustin, <laughs> to be honest with you, I, I've did a couple of internships. I learned a lot. Yeah. Saw a lot. Mm -hmm. And it takes a special person to deal with a lot. Yeah. So looking back at everything, and I mean everything, despite mm -hmm. the challenges, mm -hmm. I found peace, family, healing, peace. Mm -hmm. And it's also a very humbling experience. Mm -hmm. You got to be humble through it all. Yeah. So... What would be the biggest takeaway you think from this last year? Because we talked about a lot of different things for you mm -hmm. overall. What do you think, like you said, prayer and patience and family and stuff, would you have told you last year when we talked that? Or like, hey, like some stuff's going to happen. I want you to make sure that you are grounded in these things. Like what would those things be for? First of all, be empowered. Okay. Be empowered. Mm -hmm. Be humble. Mm -hmm. And be happy. And don't stress. Mm -hmm. Do you think you from a year ago would have been like, oh, okay, or had been like, I'll admit, what? Some, sometime, you know, Dustin, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not where I want to be, but sure. I'm a long ways away from where I've used to be. I feel like I've come so far, mm -hmm. so far, you know, single mother, mm -hmm. facing challenges, yeah. going to school, yeah, yeah, working, mm -hmm. and I'm learning how to give myself a little bit more credit because I'll admit sometimes I can be hard on myself. Mm -hmm. I've learned you can be your own worst credit mm -hmm. and it don't need to be that way. I just keep telling myself it's okay. Cause you went to school at some point and then this was you coming back, right? Mm -hmm. You already yeah. beat the odds with that, excluding yeah. you being a single mom and then working towards your master's. Like mm -hmm. I haven't looked for the last statistic, but just in the United States, having a master's is only about 30% of the population of mm -hmm. like, call it, it like whatever people that would be able to even earn one for whatever age. Mm -hmm. So you're already only in the 30%. Yeah. Then adding into you going back to school. Cause when people leave statistically, they don't come back. Right. And then also being a single mom. So like you're probably in like single digit percentage. Like mm -hmm. I, I don't have the math or the statistics in front of me, but like I would definitely for sure give yourself some credit cause you're like single digit person. Right. And to be honest with you, I'm happier. You know, I, I feel like I'm mm. at peace for the most part. Mm -hmm. And I'm learning how not to compare myself to the younger generation who are very technology savvy. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna tell you, that's my biggest thing because like with me, all, all this technology, I have to get on YouTube on how to do a certain thing. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. that's like, oh my goodness. So the fact that I have to work harder in certain areas, mm -hmm. that's where I kind of be a little bit critical of myself. Cause it's mm -hmm. like, I be wanting to just know and get yeah, it. Just know yeah. get it, but it doesn't work like that. Mm -hmm. I, I've improved, but I can work on certain things in my life, just yeah. like everybody else. Yeah. If you just got it, you wouldn't be learning then. Yeah. So that's so, huge. Yeah, that, that's a big deal for me. Yeah. Any final thoughts then? Be happy. Life is filled with possibilities. Mm -hmm. Nothing is impossible. Mm -hmm. Anything is possible and feel empowered because you're worth it. 
Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to the success scenario. You can listen to this episode and past episodes anytime online at lccconnect.org. The success scenario is a program dedicated to inspiring students towards a path of success. I'm Dustin Abrego, and if you're a current LCC student with a great story to share or know someone with a story to share, connect with me on Twitter or at LinkedIn at Dustin Abrego, A-B-R-E-G-O. Until next time, success starts with you.